Welcome, you're listening to the Agile Unemployment Podcast, where in each episode, we take an in-depth look at being out of work. We'll talk about the programs and benefits available to you. We'll talk about the job hunting process itself. And most importantly, we're going to address the psychological and emotional impact that being out of work has on the individual. I'm your host, Sabina Sulat. I'm an HR expert and author. A few years ago, I lost my dream job and found myself unemployed for the first time in my life. I was frustrated by the lack of resources and information available to people out of work, but more than that, I was just stunned by the fact that we don't talk about unemployment. I took my experience and I turned it into a book and I now coach people to build resilience while they're out of work. If you are out of work, if you recently lost your job or maybe you've been unemployed for a while or maybe you're just afraid that you might lose your current job, this is the place to be. We're a safe place where we can talk about all aspects of being out of work. We can answer your questions and we can help you build resilience so that when you go back to work, you are stronger and more confident than ever. So let's get started. Hey there, it's Sabina. Thank you so much for joining me today. And also thank you so much for the podcast, love. It's been about a week. I'm loving the responses I'm getting. I'm getting some downloads, some followers, but more importantly, I'm getting questions. And you can always reach out to me and ask questions about unemployment, about work, how to apply for jobs. I will pretty much answer everything. And if I don't know the answer, I will point you in the right direction or find out. I've noticed that a lot of the interest, a lot of the questions right now have to do with what I call the administrative part of being out of work. What I mean by that is these are some things that you need to take care of immediately. These are some programs that will support you while you're looking for work. They will enable you to get by. And I was going to do an entire podcast on what I kind of call the big three, your unemployment compensation, your food programs, and your health. Today, I'm just going to go ahead and tackle your unemployment compensation because I don't want to leave anything out. And this is a really important program, and it's more than just money. And I'll tell you why. One thing to know about your unemployment compensation It's a federal program. It's under the umbrella of the federal government. The federal government sets the standard, the guidelines, the criteria. It's run by each state. Each state does it a little differently. Their programs look a little different. Just enough nuance that I don't think anyone can be an expert in all of it. I have a lot of information to give you. I share my experience. I have some tips. I would never tell you I know like the back of my hand how every state does it. That's something that I will tell you how you can find out. Okay, so the programs are looked at. There's the government, the federal government watchdog, and each state has their own website. I tell people this is one of the first things you need to do when you lose your job. The reason why is because, well, there's a couple reasons. One is that It can take a little time for it to process. You might not receive unemployment compensation for a few weeks after you register. A stat I throw out all the time, up to 70% of all Americans live paycheck to paycheck. It doesn't really matter the amount of that paycheck. It's kind of, if you're one of those families that lives paycheck to paycheck, and it takes three weeks to get your unemployment compensation, That's going to be a scary time for you with no money coming in, especially if you don't have savings. That's why 
tackle this immediately because if you do that, by the time you get your last paycheck from work or if they pay out unused personal time off, paid time off, or if you have a severance package, that's all going to be taken into account to determine when your pay starts. But any glitches that might have happened, any bureaucracy, any errors on either your side, your employer side, the government side, should be straightened out by the time you get that first check. We want to make sure that waiting period is as minimal as possible. How do you apply? Quick and easy. Get everything together, your paperwork. You need uh, your tax forms from work. You need a copy of your paycheck stub. You need any household uh, information. If you share a domicile, you need your partner's information because that will be taken into account because that's household income. You need to be able to tell you know, how many people are in the home, how many dependents there are. And it's always good to have all of this together. One thing that you're going to need that a lot of people don't realize is your employer's tax ID number. You could probably find that on some old income tax forms. I don't think it's on every paycheck. Your former company's HR office should be able to supply that to you. Get all your paperwork together before you go to register. Do this quickly. So you've got all your paperwork together uh, for your entire household. You go ahead and make sure you also have your ID with you. You log on to, you know, you Google unemployment compensation registration, enter your state. You'll either go to like a state uh, Department of Labor site or your, you know, the, the government site, the official government site for your state. It should have a .gov address. You have all your paperwork together. You can either search the site or usually there's, you can find it pretty easily. There's usually just a quick link or something that will take you to where you register for unemployment. You'll be asked to enter all the information. So you have it already there in the folder in the file. You enter all the information. It is also going to ask you to take a picture of your ID with your phone. It might, some states might ask you just to enter your driver's license number. You're definitely going to be asked to enter your social security number. Go ahead and give all that information. Make sure you're on a secure network because this is your ID, your social security number, all your tax information. They're going to ask you if you received any kind of a severance package. Answer honestly. They're going to ask about bonuses. Your employer verifies this information for the government, so you best be honest. Also, if you're not, it could hold up you getting that compensation in a timely manner. So you've entered all the information. One thing it's going to ask you is your taxes for your unemployment compensation. It'll ask you if you want the tax taken out now or if you want to sort it out when you file your taxes in April. I always suggest to people to have the taxes taken out. It's a pretty minimal amount. You might not if you owe taxes, you might not have the money in April, depending on when you lost your job, how the job search is going. I always think it's just one of those things that one less thing for me to worry about. If it's deemed that I am owed money by the government, yippee. And it will take out federal and state tax. I know that doesn't seem fair, but it's counted as income. Okay, so you've finished all the registration. You've gotten your ID in. You go ahead, register. I would go back and keep looking at it. Give it a couple of days. You want to check the status of your registration and your claim. You should see that it's you know, approved, pending, 
It'll take a few days. Be patient. That's really all there is to it. You will have to do this weekly for every week you're unemployed. You will also have to confirm that you looked for employment. Now that we're getting kind of past the pandemic, it is no longer just something that you can hit yes and we're all on you know, the honor system. Every state does it differently, but what you need to do, you'll need to do when you file every week is enter where you've looked for work, meaning where you've applied for a job, kind of what was that task that you did? Did you just send in an application? Did you talk to somebody? Did you get interviewed? It's usually for at least two jobs that you have to apply per week. That doesn't sound like a lot. Most people apply for far more, but that's the bar that's been set by the government. So every week you'll go ahead and enter, log on, you will submit a claim, and then you will confirm that you've looked for work and you will prove that by giving the names, the task that you did to look for work. And then later on in the week, you'll go ahead and you will check to see where your claim is. And that's it. It's a pretty simple process. I have some people who question whether or not they should file for unemployment. So I want to hit some some fast facts about unemployment compensation. I already told you it's administered by the state. And here's one of the reasons why. People all the time say, uh, you know, my tax dollars are paying for this. Not really. Employers taxes are paying for this. Employers pay into a fund for unemployment for the location where they're at. Uh, for example, I lost my job in D.C. My unemployment, you have to file for unemployment in the state where you worked, not where you live. Very important. I worked in D.C. I was paid out of the D.C. Bucket. I recently had a client who had lost an appeals process for unemployment compensation and wanted to know if there was anything he could do. He lost the last appeal in his state. We went through all of his paperwork to find out that he filed for the state where he lived, not the state where he was employed. He refiled. He has started to receive unemployment compensation. You have to own your own process. Don't rely on the government. You keep records of everything and make sure that they're handy and that you do this pretty rigorously because if you have an appeal, if you have something that's pending or that is denied, you want to make sure that you have all the paperwork. So we've talked about how to apply. It comes out of that state bucket of funds. A question I've been asked is, well, what happens if my state runs out of money? I think that was a big concern during COVID. This is oddly comforting, but if a state runs out of unemployment funds, the federal government gives them a loan so they can continue to pay people who are out of work and who qualify. And then the next pay period when employers file their taxes and pay into the fund, it's replenished. And that's just the way it works. Very simple, very easy. Another question that I've received is, I don't want to take money away from somebody who really, really needs it. And I get it. Rest assured, you don't decide if you deserve the money. Your employer doesn't decide. There is a formula in that website when you enter all of your information that decides if you qualify and if so, for how much. I think when you're out of work, you need as much support as you're going to get. If you're that paycheck to paycheck person, every little bit is is going to make a huge difference to you. So go ahead, register. If you are deemed, you know, that, that you qualify, you will receive money. It's money you deserve. It's money you earned. It's money to carry you through. People wonder all the time, like, do I get paid what my salary was for unemployment compensation? 
That's a hard no. Absolutely not. Because this program is designed to be a life raft. It is designed to help you pay the necessities. It is designed for you to go ahead and keep the lights on. Make the car payment so you can drive to job interviews. Keep the Wi-Fi going so that you can apply for work. It's, in most cases, about 45% of what your paycheck was. That is not a lot. So you have to spend judiciously. Make sure that you budget wisely. That's all That's all I can say on that. Another question I've recently gotten is, well, what if I work part-time while I look for work? You have to declare that income. You are going to have to write down what you earn even if you, let's just say, wait tables and you get tips. If you do... DoorDash or Uber or something like that. If you don't declare this income, and yes, what you earn as a part-time job will impact the amount that you get from unemployment compensation. If it's found that you're not declaring this, you could be convicted of fraud. You could be penalized and not be allowed to collect unemployment that you need. Just don't do it. Don't roll the dice. Uh, The repercussions are pretty swift. They're pretty rigorous declare outside work. How will you get your money? That varies state to state. In my state, Maryland, it used to be you got a debit card and the debit card was loaded every week. Debit cards are really easy to lose. They're easy to steal. It was decided by the state that this was, a, you know, probably not a safe practice. So now they use direct deposit. You're, you need to find out from your state how you receive the money and then If it's one of those debit cards, be on the lookout for it. Make sure you gave them the right mailing address. And then when the card comes, activate it. Keep it very secure. So that's how you're going to get money. Other questions that I've been asked, what if I go when I go back to work? That's a really good one. So when you go back to work, fill out, you'll register for a claim. You'll put in a claim and it will ask you where you offered employment and whether you, you'll put in a why finally. It's a very empowering thing. And then it's going to ask, when do you start work? Remember, how long is it going to take you to get paid? I once took a job where we only got paid monthly. Uh, so make sure that you fill that paperwork out or that form online pretty, pretty swiftly. I love this question that I got. I really am not sure I need the money. Money, is it worth it for me? I already said you need as much financial help as you can get. But one thing I really want to talk about, and this is to me, this is the most unknown benefit ever. People don't even realize it. But when you lose work, states not only provide money for you, they not only provide like food sustenance and other things, but there's this whole like, I look at it as like this kind of like magic door that opens for you because. When you file for unemployment, you are suddenly eligible for all kinds of tools and resources to help you get back to work. It's amazing. It's everything from free help with your resume. I'm going to tell you right now, professional resume writers, someone just reached out to me. They paid $1,200 for a resume to be written by a pro and nothing happened. There are state programs that Someone will help you. Someone who knows what they're doing will help you write your resume. They give interview tips. There are classes you can take on how to prepare for a job interview. There are education programs, apprenticeships. If you are thinking that losing your job is maybe this kind of message that you should be doing something else, while you look for work, you can take training. You can take, and it's free. 
oh my gosh, it's free. When I was out of work, there had been this certification in my field that I coveted, I wanted it, but I never felt comfortable spending the money for it. I was allowed to take that program for free. Now I can put that on my resume. I have a client who, this is one of my favorite success stories. He had been in sales. He was let go and he struggled. He lived in the DC area. And one of the things he noticed when he was going on his state website was that they offered in his county. So you do have to do some searching, but he found out in his county he could go to the local community college, or actually they didn't have classes, he could register online, and take a project management training called a PMP. This is such a coveted skill in this area because we have the federal government. Not only could he take the course, but that program paid for his exam. This was almost like a $5,000 benefit he was getting for free. And I've reached out to him and he said that he put on his resume PMP certification pending he was just taking the classes, he started to get interviews. He actually took a job that they said, take your time. If you need time off for class, take it. We want someone with this skill level. He got a job as a result of it in a whole new field, a whole new way, but he is super happy. Look at these educational resources. To me, I get that maybe you think the, the dollar amount isn't significant for you, but there are all these other resources to look at. And it's not just training. It's not just job search help. There are things like, I always say, being out of work is one of the loneliest things. Even if you have friends, family who support you, who love you, they're not going through what you're going through. I've noticed that a lot of states now have meet and greets. They have online seminars, online networking, so that you can share with other people who are going through what you're going through. All of this happens when you register for this unemployment compensation, door is open to concierge level and you are you are welcomed through with open arms. Do not discount these free benefits for you. They vary from state to state. I can tell you that they are extremely helpful. I have never had someone tell me, no, they didn't offer me anything. There was nothing here that I needed. There's so many things that are being offered that you need that you should take advantage of. And there you have it. Quick course in your unemployment compensation, but also to understand the ins and outs of it, some tips, what you'll get out of it, some things to do if it gets a little rocky, but also to look at this unemployment compensation as this key that unlocks a door to other things that you really want to consider taking advantage of. Because this time of being out of work, I know it's scary. I know it's difficult, but by taking control of these things like filing for your unemployment compensation, taking advantage of these benefits, it's a way to empower yourself at a time when, let's face it, you feel a little helpless, your confidence might be shaking, you feel alone. Any port in this storm is worth exploring. You never know what's going to come out of it. I just know so many success stories, so I encourage you, do some research reach out to me with any questions. I will answer them as best I can. And again, as always, I hope this is a safe place for you to talk about one of the worst times of your life, but also for you to find ways to thrive while you're out of work. And there you have it for today. I hope you learned something or heard something today that is helping you as you are in your out of work journey and that will help you normalize the conversation about being out of work. If you heard something that resonated with you, please 
show us support, subscribe, like, or comment on something. If you'd like to learn more information, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sabina Sula. I'm the only one. You can also reach out to me on my website, reworkingworks.com. You can also email me at ssulat at reworking.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to know about private coaching, more about the book, more about the podcast, I wish you luck in your getting back to work journey. I hope that you've learned something here that if it hasn't made that journey a little shorter, it's at least made it a little easier. Until next time, thanks for joining.